0: Hey, is that rigatoni Baloney?
1: Welcome to Superhouse Podcast. I am once again Ben Juan here with
0: once again Andrew Wolfatavius Benatavius Maximus the <laughs> 3rd.
1: And joined by...
2: hey yo, <laughs>
3: You know what nobody talks about anymore? Pussy farts. hey <laughs> You are
1: so
2: Good old gross. Uncle
3: Crazy here. hee <laughs>
1: Queef? Um, how's it going? All right, so it's <laughs> Ben, Andrew, and Wolf. And so Wolf today queef. we are talking about... Uh, if you have been following us, you know we do deep dives into movies. We occasionally do deep dives into unmade movies and unproduced scripts. But this is the first... Potentially only time we're going to do a deep dive into a musical, because today is about the unmade Batman musical Ooh. from the late 90s to early 2000s. I cannot I believe this exists. <laughs> well, it doesn't, technically, but, but I,
0: I can't believe this is even a thing under development. at all. Yeah, yeah. Mommy yeah.
1: had a pearl necklace,
0: <laughs> so my neck, my <laughs> you
3: love me from beyond.
0: My That's Pussy and <laughs> my crack.
3: <laughs> With original music. music by Bye.
0: Uncle Crazy. Okay, Robert, so Goulet. On Robert Goulet. Now, Robert Goulet is Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> he always does that.
2: The bat signal.
1: So, the, the who is. The idea—who was behind this thing? Because it always starts with like some composer or somebody with a certain style and stuff. So Andrew
2: Lloyd
0: Webber <laughs> was, <not>. was behind <laughs> everything that involved the Batman musical. Batman, the Batman musical, and it was going to have many cat men. <laughs> <laughs> cat men, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it would be comic accurate because there was a cat man in the comics. All of them were Thomas Blake. All of them, ca- Thomas Blake, and all of them had cat scratch fever. <laughs> and I'm here, and I want to talk like that too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, would <laughs> have nothing to add to the conversation. It just looked fun. <laughs> it started British, it ended up kind of old timey speak. Welcome from to the
3: BBC, does Batman.
0: Well, Batman, okay. nineteen
3: forty-two—a
0: <laughs> day which will live in infamy. <laughs> day, Batman. I think this day. wine is kicking in. It's getting good now, boy. <laughs> uh, we we have more, by the way. <laughs> no, we drank God it. God damn it! At some point, we'll get to this musical. <laughs> There's some amount of musical and some Batman shit. All right. So, I mean,
1: uh, if you might recall, when they were making nineteen eighty-nine, uh, the Batman, nineteen eighty-nine, they—oh, uh, John Peters. John Peters and Jack Nicholson randomly went to see Phantom of the Opera, and then they saw the finale of it. And it was like, we should do something like this. And that's how they created the Cathedral Confrontation uh, uh, at the end of Batman 89. Ooh. So there was a, at least a musical influence in this one. But this is the first time that somebody had thought of doing a, a musical that was inspired by the Burton movies. I can see it. And the guy who was inspired to do this was a man named Jim, Jim Steinman. Now, Jim Steinman, Jim Steinman, not Jim. That's my Willops of the thing. Jim Steinman.
0: <laughs> God, I still can't believe I did that. Jim shit, bro. Stein, Jim
1: fu- Steinman. Uh, he's known for these like rock opera ballads of like the '80s and '90s type era. So we're talking about he co-wrote "Holding Out for a Hero" by Bonnie Tyler. Love it. Total eclipse of the heart. Love it. I do anything for love, but I won't do that. It's all coming back to me now. It's Here's all the
0: thing. There's so many like hipsters now that like love that shit I ironically. Yeah. But I legit like that shit, man. This like, was I like yeah. journey unironically. This was my <laughs> shit I love going it. up. Yeah, yeah. It inspires
1: me. So uh before we tackle his ideas for Batman, we have to tackle some of the stuff that he wrote beforehand because it seems like this guy's been a fan for a while or has subtly brought in different elements that seem to foreshadow Batman. Because one of his biggest hits in uh, like the 70s or so uh, was with Meatloaf. Yeah. And that was Bat Out of Hell. Yeah. Perfect. Great so I'm gonna element. play a little bit of it that basically makes it sound like Meatloaf was singing about Gotham.
2: There's a in the shadows with and a no bright there's evil in the hair and there's thunder in the sky And a killer's on the bloodshot streets On down in the tunnel with a deadlier rise Oh, I swear I saw a young boy Rock and opera, man. World. Yeah, I know. Yes.
0: They don't make it anymore. Matt Reeves put this in this band. <laughs> yes, exactly. soundtrack. as he's on the bad <laughs> cycle. <laughs>
1: But anyway, it's ten minutes long, so I'm not gonna play the whole thing. <laughs> it but is, you yes, get the whole idea. I, I ironically like Meatloaf. I it's love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love this good shit. Man. Yeah, it is so Meatloaf is fucking. Right, you, you guys are gonna love theatrical. this. Then. <clears throat> so uh, that's what he wrote way back, and then later on, he wrote a song called "Original Sin" for a group called Pandora's Box, and that he revised it later on in 1994 for The Shadow. Superhero movie with Alec Baldwin. The the Shadow was very much an influence on Batman, and so they have a similar idea where they're both billionaire. The Shadow came up before Batman in comic book history, but he was a billionaire playboy who moonlights as a vigilante, dark vigilante, who's kind of a combination of Sherlock Holmes and Dracula as well. On his police contact, all that. This is the thing we talked about in the last (laughs) episode.
0: (laughs) Said Dracula and Sherlock Holmes equals Batman. Yeah, but the thing is. Dracula and Sherlock Holmes equals the shadow, which fucking Bill <laughs> <equals> Finger Bob <laughs> Kane pretty much copied the shadow. And, put, and Bill Finger puts his own spin on it. Right. And so puts is, a bad thing on it. And then so that's is, what happened. Right? Is, yeah. the,
3: is the gray ghost character a nudge to the shadow it a is, little bit? Yeah, a little the bit. The gray Yeah. Ghost. Fucking that's one of the I love best episodes, man. That
1: episode. Uh, we should do a deep dive into. The- the Shadow and Batman type stuff because there's a whole bunch of shit that you guys don't worry about. You're going to be up in your ears for a while.
3: I want to watch that with
0: my dad because my dad's obviously, I've talked about the 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 podcast. No, I want to watch the Grey Ghost episode because of the Adam West connection. Oh, Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Love Adam West.
1: Yeah, we should do one on the Shadow's influence on Batman because you'll see how deep it is and, It'll make you wonder just what part of Batman was original at that point. Yeah, there's so much, right? There's, yeah,
0: it's like it's like uh, what do you call it? A uh, Doc Savage for Superman because he was oh, called yeah. he's called the Man of Bronze Man of instead bronze, of the Man his, of Steel.
1: His Fortress Solitude. Yeah, his real name's
0: Clark. It's unbelievable, dude. Like yeah. they got away with murder.
1: Yeah, but I mean that they, they they took less. Superman took murder. less from Doc Savage than Batman took from the Shadow. Right, right, right. Way right, right. less. There's but anyway. something
0: It's something clicked with Batman to where it became super popular. Is that generational like, as well, too? You
3: think there's going to be some like equivalent to Batman in like there 10, could be years
1: that's more, more or, popular than Yeah. I mean, he's had such a long history. I doubt that's that. That's true. You yeah. know, it, it, he's kind of untouchable now. Like, it's, it's yeah. it'd be tough to like, out-popularize him because of just how much shit they've made out of him.
0: The mythic nature of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mexican yeah. Batman. Batman El ba- Senor that. del What's bat in Spanish Do you know uh, uh, Murcielago Murcielago Oh wow yeah. Good pull It's Komori In Japanese cool. Komori okay. Yeah Komori cool. Oh well, cool.
1: I know Because in cool. the Nolan films He drives a Lamborghini yeah. Murcielago Oh, oh shit! That's a that's a really deep dive, like yeah. deep cut, deep subtle cut cu- Nolan, clue man. that he did. But yeah, I remember that one because the set pictures leaked out, and they're just like, oh my god, it's a Lamborghini Murcielago, and that means bad. Like, look god. how detailed Nolan is. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, that is detailed. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just like, like it'd be fine if it was just like in a Bentley or you know, a nice black,
0: a black supercar, of yeah, some like sort. whatever.
1: Yeah. But like to make it that specific one, I'm like, all right, cool, we're in, in for Mexico. Something cool.
3: They had a character called El Gato Negro. The Black like, cat. The, black like cat. the Black
1: Panther, but like also kind of like Batman. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Alright, so The Shadow. Uh, There's <laughs> there an adaptation of The Shadow trying to capitalize, I guess, on the fact that they made Batman, so we might as well do The Shadow. Uh, it was in 94, right before Batman Forever, uh, but uh, for the end credits, they had uh, Jim Steinman sort of rewrote some of the lyrics for the song Original Sin and had it sort of geared towards the Shadow's character, which also sort of reflects on Batman's character. So here's a little bit of it.
3: Okay. This could have been in the Rocky Mountains, Yeah. I love this shit. It
1: love in it. The today. It's the city. Of
2: yeah,
3: dude, <laughs> so good. I love it. Let's bring it back. I'm all for that. So musical. yeah, like this type
1: <laughs> of this type of shit was my shit. Like when I was like 12 or so, I had the VHS of the Shadow. I had seen the movie, okay, and it's fine. I liked it, okay, but I would fast forward to the end, okay. so I could play and replay. This song over and over wow. again, and I envisioned it being like part of Batman and everything. So when finally that's make cool. the connection that the guy who wrote this song was going to do a Batman musical, or I plan to do a Batman musical, I was like, of course that's perfect. Yeah.
0: So we were planning on making fun of this everybody, but <laughs> it looks like this is going to be like actually legit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Batman <laughs> musical. Yeah. Like I was thinking Batman coming out of our shells tour, but this is <laughs> this is this is going to be like actual coming out of our cowl. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber, <laughs> bats instead of cats. I yes, know. yes.
1: Um, uh, it, you thought it was going to be like that Batman Beyond episode where it starts with a musical and everything, <laughs> oh, yeah, and Terry yeah. McGinnis is just like, it was Sway, and, and Bruce Wayne is like, it was Swar, <laughs> <laughs> He just doesn't like it. Uh, okay, so 95, supposedly, uh, he wrote, he writes a song called uh, Carpe Noctum, which means seize the night, and according to a Broadway magazine- That's pretty good. It was an unused submission for the soundtrack of Batman Forever.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. So
1: he actually wrote this for Batman Forever. He didn't write this for, he didn't, for some reason, he didn't try to work this into the Batman musical. But he did end up having uh, both Meatloaf sing it as well as uh, a musical that I did make that has a lot of some of the songs that didn't make into the Batman musical, which was Dance of the Vampires. Again, Batman vampire connection. Mm, He later made a vampire musical based off of the the, uh, Mm -hmm. when Polanski film, The Vampire Killers, The Fearless Vampire Killers, uh, and included this song in it. So here's a little bit of Carpe Noctem that was originally, supposedly, written for uh, Batman Forever.
2: That's <laughs> for
1: <laughs> that's great. Yeah. All the are waking up. This is Batman was made, made in 85. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Okay, talking the about the city, shadows of the city, I mean, come on, this makes way more, more sense than like a period vampire piece. Yeah, like it doesn't. It didn't really fit with like the soundtrack has like U2, Seal, Brandy, and then to get to this one, it would just feel too like it it feels off. And then it was cut.
0: So this was cut. Yeah, Um, it was
1: never. It wasn't used. I don't know who sang the original one because the what I just played was from the Dance of the Vampire musical. Okay, gotcha. Uh, But yeah, it doesn't really fit the top forty hit soundtrack type of feel to it uh, that the the actual soundtrack had. So around two thousand two. Uh, They finally get a director for this musical, and it's Tim Burton. So Tim Burton (laughs) (laughs) agreed to do the musical because uh, uh, Jim Steinman says, quote, uh, David Ives, who was the one who was co-writing this with him, David Ives and I floundered around for a year trying to figure out how to musicalize Batman. Then we looked at Tim's original movie and thought, that's it. So this would have been a musical version of uh, Tim Burton's movie. Oh, I see. They're like, that's
3: it. We found out how to make Batman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Burton's
0: like, kind of figured that out back in 89, man. But all <laughs> excuse right. me, sir. I have
3: to scan your Blockbuster card if you can. Like
0: <laughs> By the way, if you look at those pictures of fucking Tim Burton directing Batman, what is he, like 27? Yeah, like he's in his early
1: 20s. Like I am wow. just like, Jesus. It's yeah. like,
0: dude, Like looking at it now as a 35-year-old, seeing a guy direct Batman like that young, it's just like, fuck, man. What well, have I done with my life? What are yeah. we doing here, man? Yeah. <laughs> <Where are> we- <sighs> All right, so I took a big shit earlier. (laughs) It's something. (laughs) I feel better. Let's see a fucking young ass Tim Burton man. It's fucking.
1: Um. So unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your opinion about this, uh, it the project fell through before everything was completed. They're not really sure. There's conflicting reasons why. Some people say, you know. 2004, 2005 is when they were ready to have this go on the road. And guess what was out, was coming out in 2005? Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Yeah. Like, how are we going to ruin Batman Begins with a musical that we're not really sure about? So, like, Based on
0: 89 Batman, which <laughs> you're
3: trying to fucking get away <laughs> yeah, from. Yeah, I know. <laughs> how so, come there be two Batmans? Actually, in this so case, like, it might yeah, be a I was going to go see Batman Begins, but this fucking musical is <laughs> <popping>. <laughs> right. dude. It's fucking good. This is shit. I know this. <laughs> so.
1: Uh, Jim Steinman also decided to take some of the music from the Batman musical and put it into Dance of the Vampires as you'll find he sort of reuses a lot of different uh, motifs or different lyrics in it so in the original Sin song from the Shadow that I brought up there's a lyric about um, infinite victims infinitesimal crime and Batman actually sings that lyric in uh, one of the songs so he he reuses a lot sounds like a Maynard lyric
2: <laughs> <laughs> recall So uh, we're just going to
1: jump into a lot of you these are from, a
0: lot of like pseudo <laughs> satanic, pseudo fucking like Thele- I don't
1: know. Yeah. Uh, around 2006 or so. Jim Simon just says fuck it online and decides to release certain demos cool. that he had Thank done you, Jim. of the musical. Yeah, along with write-ups of what his intentions were for the songs. Uh, he didn't release all of the songs, at least I don't think so. Uh, but they're all in demo form, which is basically just somebody on a piano and someone else singing it or a group of people singing it. It's not the same feeling that you would get from mm-hmm. the actual Broadway theater. So he
0: yeah. would have made he might he might have been breaking his NDA, but he was probably like fuck it. Uh, it was yeah, so, so I mean, long it in between
1: was, yeah like it, the project wasn't going through anymore and he might as yeah. well put this stuff out there right 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 so the first the opening would have been called uh, Vespers the song of Gotham City uh, it says quote it starts with Vespers coming from the Gotham Cathedral uh, which includes for the first time the angels arise melody which is what he reappropriates later we see the Gothamites fearing the onset of the night pulling those metal sliding door barriers down and filling with oncoming terror as a storm approaches and then a Salvation Army woman on the street is like the soprano who sings the song about um, feeling hopeless in Gotham so here's the uh, opening so it starts you're going to hear a piano play but imagine if it was a full on orchestra on this part we get a brain movie yeah
0: (laughs) what (laughs) brain movie (laughs) like it already
1: (laughs) so yeah imagine it on stage where they've Basically, put Anton first Gotham on stage. I want it as people are coming out or batting down the hatches as you know, as the Gothamites.
0: Batman musical brought to you by Superhouse. <laughs> this is our future, bro. Not 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 not
2: defeated. Then and every symbol won. Then Come midnight, midnight, come midnight, midnight, when the dark entwines with darkness, when the dark entwines with darkness.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> see a guy dancing, belly dancing in a bat suit, <laughs> flapping his cape, it's Danzig.
1: <laughs> alright so this is a Salvation Army woman singing about you know please save us type of thing I love it alright that goes on for about 10 minutes <laughs> oh, no, you let's not listen let to all of it right now <laughs> I'm going to bump this on the way home
0: darkness <laughs>
3: So after
1: they sing and storm approaches and everything like that we quote unquote rise up to see the entire panoramic vista of all of Gotham City and from the darkness amidst gargoyles and turrets and spires suddenly we see a gargoyle come alive. It's Batman watching all before and below him and he sings this song called uh, The Graveyard Shift. Wow.
3: Fuck yeah, dude. They were all about this. This is (laughs) passion. This is art.
2: Hear the screams of the mad and desperate Hear the cries of the lost and lonely there are things song? that have yeah, been ever. only in the dark as bruce as batman yeah that's the sound of an old dream dying and that's the birth of an original sin there are things that happen only in the dark and i see it all i see it all of the devils arising. All of the angels are starting to fall Maybe it's a curse I can't Rocks. believe this exists <laughs> <a> gift <laughs>
0: No one ever talks when about this No, but
3: keep the yeah. rock opera elements from the meat yeah. meatloaf yeah. yeah, yeah the Fire, baby
2: shift
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am glad I you guys you are loving this. I would of. love he to hear I
3: would love to hear some kind of like quippy moment I in the Batman way. where he's where he's like saying he's like on the graveyard shift or something. Yeah. Like, like something he's like about that. to kick out and they're like, Well, where are you off to, Bruce? And he's like, yeah, I'm on the graveyard shift tonight or something like Yeah. Not to pay reference to this so much, but it's such a great <laughs> idea. Like yeah. to write songs about it. Like Jim mm-hmm. Steinman was like, I love Batman and I love musicals. Yeah. Like I can't wait together.
0: Isn't there like a, this is a episode of the Batman animated series where he actually has to sing to save somebody <coughs> or something?
1: Uh, Justice League Unlimited, yeah, 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 and yeah, that yeah. is Kevin Conroy singing it in order to save Wonder nice. Woman. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that I think it's called "This Little Piggy" because uh, Wonder Woman gets turned into a pig. <laughs> in the 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 pig? Yeah. What song does he have to sing? Uh, Am I blue?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, Am yeah. My blue. It's pretty cool yeah. episode, man. Cool. It was Bruce Tim, right? I got Bruce, yeah, yeah, Bruce Tim.
3: Yeah, Bruce Wayne's probably a great singer.
1: Yeah, like it's because it's, it's supposed to be his like secret talent that he doesn't t- tell anybody type of thing. <laughs> <I love> that, <laughs> he dude. can secretly sing really well. We so love that so this is just an elseworld's elseworld's dream that Bruce is having. Like, that he's oh, like singing about sing singing about the graveyard shift. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then Braven the, Brave the Bold did. Braven the Bold did. They created a villain called the Music Meister, uh, voiced by uh, Neil Patrick Harris. And they oh, did a shit. whole musical uh, episode uh, about the Music Meister. Oh, and yeah. it was Batman and Green Arrow and Black Canary. And Music Meister was basically using Black Canary's uh, sonic cry, Canary Cry, uh, you know, and everything, and manipulating her and, and using it for, for evil and everything. And Batman at the end would have to, to sing as well. Uh, on that, so th- this whole Batman musical thing—it's it, not a rare thing. It keeps popping up uh, yeah. on that, and then they mm-hmm. later use the Music Meister um, on the CW for the Flash and Supergirl crossover. But uh, again, like the, there's a lot of oh yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, because
0: yeah. everybody can sing on that show. Yeah, like yeah. yeah,
1: they had Darren Chris uh, on there on the Flash. Yeah,
0: it's it was kind of right. a fluke, but you know a lot of actors can't sing anyway. Well, both, but but yeah. like yeah, he's he's from, from Glee. Glee right? She yeah. can also sing she's from she's from Glee too. She's from Glee, and then fucking um, uh, his dad in the show, not his Jesse L. Biological Martin, yeah,
1: Jesse L. Martin is a uh, Broadway singer.
0: Broadway singer. Ran, it was everything. just it kind of random that they they almost everybody on that cast can sing really well. Yeah. So their crossover episode was a fucking musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the best moment in That's the end cool. of that
1: is when he uh he's out quote unquote out of the musical because it like it turns out to be some dream thing that both he and Supergirl are going through. But at the end, um, to properly propose to his girlfriend, he sings to her. Uh, and everything. So that's a, that's a nice song. But anyway,
0: it was a pretty cool crossover. Didn't Joss Whedon direct that or some shit?
1: No, that was wait. I
0: thought Whedon had something to do with this. I don't think Whedon had something Like, no.
1: Whedon did his own musicals. Yeah, in, with Neil Patrick Harris. In Buffy. Oh,
0: uh, okay, I'm getting something. Okay, yeah, I'm getting yeah, mixed up, yeah. maybe. What okay, was I that like called? It was like Doctor
3: something or other. Had Oh, Dr. Horrible? Uh, Dr. Horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, great. yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. love Dr. Yeah. Horrible.
0: Hey, everybody, it's Andrew. I just wanted to tell you about our friend Israel's retro gaming shop, Retro Co. If you go to retro-ko.com, you'll be able to see all of his retro gaming goodies. If you wanted to get that... Sega Saturn Hidden Gem from back in the day, or if you wanted to get the Famicom disc system that you never got as a kid, or any other type of retro game that you were into, or uh, import game, please go to retroco.com. That's retro-ko.com. And if you use the superhouse code Johnson's ballsack, you'll be able to get a little bit of a discount at checkout. So please, once again, if you could just go to retroco.com, you can also go to facebook.com slash retroco with no hyphen. That's R-E-T-R-O-K-O. You'll be able to find him on Facebook as well. If you were looking for that PlayStation import game that you never got, if you were looking for that Mega Drive game that you never got, or any other kind of retro game, any import game, it could even be European. Israel also curates bundles at RetroCo, and he'll curate that bundle just for you. So please, go check them out. If you put in the code Johnson's Ballsack at checkout, you'll receive a Superhouse discount.
1: Uh, okay, so the next song is uh, In the Land of the Pigs, the Butcher is King. And it's supposed <laughs> to be... <laughs> It's, it's like a, some Sweeney Todd it is, shit. It's baby. written, quote unquote, written to be the song of the corrupt bloodsuckers who run Gotham City and stare down from their chrome towers that disembowel the sky, pollutants raining down like a thick, clotted rain of decay. It's meant to be comically, gr- grotesquely frightening. Metal. So, so this is supposed to be like bit, Carl yeah. Grissom, Carmine Falcone, Commissioner Loeb, Gordon put a gun in his mouth, like that type of shit. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go.
2: Can't you hear the choir now? Listen to the animals sing, can't you hear the slaughterhouse spells? in the land of the pig, the butcher is king, in the land of the pig, the butcher is king, can't you hear the choir now? I just want to lay
3: some fucking ripping guitar behind it. Oh, yeah, you yeah.
1: there was like more orchestration to back them up. They just didn't get that far. Yeah. If you have a full choir and orchestration and the guitars and everything like that, this is perfect. Uh, Meatloaf did a cover of this
0: one too. Really? Yeah. So Meatloaf was all about this Batman musical.
1: Uh, he he like appropriated the songs and everything, but he sings uh, a few of the ones, and this cool. is one of the ones on uh, "Bat Out of Hell" three oh, uh, in there. So uh, that's so kind of saw kinda the light of day in weird yeah. avenues, and it later became part of the "Bat Out of Hell" musical that's currently uh, on Broadway. So.
0: Shit, really? <laughs> yeah. Gotta get out there, man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, Superhouse goes
1: to
3: bad out of hell.
0: Goes to the opera. Opera.
1: All right, so this is based off of the Tim Burton movies. And so the villains of this are not only the Joker, but also Catwoman. So uh, Catwoman in this snippet is voiced by uh, a singer named Kareen Hanna. Sorry if I butchered your name. Um, and it's a love song between the two of them. And it's called uh, Not Allowed to Love. I'm
2: Same not is. allowed to love. It's
1: more traditional. not mid
2: career. There's just so little time. I can't yes. afford to be wrong. I'm not allowed to cry. Tremble, whimper, sigh. These signs of weakness are avoided.
1: I'm not allowed to. Yeah. A little something thing. for everybody, man. Yeah. yeah. That's, I was cool. yeah. That's cool.
3: Swooning. That's cool. Something for that. everybody. Something for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm the Joker
0: on this. is four co- quadrant yeah. musical right here. <laughs> this is so Gucci. Yeah.
1: The Joker <laughs> then had his own song called The Joker Song, and Jim Steinman would basically try to weave in. Uh, some of Nicholson's lines from the movie, okay as uh, lyrics. Mm. Uh, this is one of the more, for, even though it's the Joker, like it's one of the goofier songs. I'm not, I'm not as big of a fan of it compared Did to the other. You others, ever but.
2: dance, dance, dance with the devil <laughs> in the moonlight?
3: To be honest, oh, that's, that's better than that's, this. Dance, actual, dance. This is still better. That's <laughs> actually good. better than this actual
0: that's, one. You need to dance. be part of this. Show. This is <laughs> <Yeah>. incredible. <laughs> All
1: right. The vision's going through my head right now. Right, wow. so this is, this is actually sung by Jim Steinman himself as the devil. There's no
0: Prince uh, influence on this whatsoever, huh? No, no, okay, not at all. Because no. he would have sued the living fuck out he of He would have. <laughs> now, that would have been interesting if he actually
1: turned his uh, yeah. Batman album into uh, a musical. That would have been interesting. Because yeah. each song on the Batman 89 album is supposed to be sung by a different character from the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, there's like even a love song between Bruce and Vicky Vale, and so he brought in Sheena Easton to be the voice <laughs> of Vicky. Yeah.
2: I'm <laughs> gonna be important later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of hanging out with Bruce. <laughs> I
0: grew so up in the recasting <laughs> All right, I so grew this up is in the theater. The way you sing, this is the music jokes. to my ears, Sneeze. and I cannot wait to hear more from the dulcet tones of Wolfie Crowds.
2: dance.
1: All right, so th- that's better than this version. But anyway, this is the Joker's song, and it's sung by Jim Steinman himself as the Joker.
3: That's way better.
2: I know what you're thinking, well, forget it. I know what you're planning, <laughs> you'll regret it. I know who they are and where they've been, exactly what they're hoping to be. Honestly, it's not
0: not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Get a load me. me. Well, wait they get a me.
3: they wrote that one in one night, though. You know. <laughs> yeah. They <yeah. laughs> <laughs> wrote it on a bar napkin. Well, then he he gets a little bit more the
0: he's trying to make it zany like yeah, the Joker yeah. zany yeah. for musicals. I like I yeah. like
3: that he opens with "Where do you get all the wonderful toys?" <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> mind you, I'm skipping certain parts to, to like the yeah. main melodies and shit. No, but that's yeah. great. Yeah, I so, would love
3: to see on stage Joker like plieing his way across, yeah. <laughs> murdering people. The, yeah, the
1: Whoa. the end is him uh, <laughs> running over people while singing. With his yes, tank, yes. he was
0: supposed to have a tank instead of that gun, right? Well, that in the—I don't know
1: about in the musical, but in the original Sam Ham
0: draft, yeah. Yeah, you told me about that. that. Yeah, I should have kept that shirt.
1: <laughs> so let's see. Here's the little bit of the end where he's supposed to be running
2: over people. I think. Why don't I come up to the lab and see what's on the slab? Rocky Horror Live. <laughs> Oh, look at her skin. Her skin's the color mocha. Live in La Villa joker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Living and
0: love you <laughs> the <me and love laughs> Joker. This is post-Ricky Martin is fucking poetry, Uh Yeah, baby. I think so. I think it is.
3: Poetry. Tim Curry as the fucking Joker. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, uh, he finally gets to play it <laughs> in this oh, right, version. Right, yeah. What if he What if he got this role and, and, and then it was going to happen, and then it <laughs> just never happened? It's like, god damn it! It's just not in the fucking cards, man.
1: Okay, so Jim Steinman wrote a lot about Catwoman. So here's um, Catwoman's other theme, and here's was really interesting. His he was not going to go with a Tim Burton version of of Selena Kyle. He says, "quote Selena Kyle secretly was a witness." to the murder of Bruce Wayne's parents, a street urchin mm. who happened to see it all hidden away, the brutal murders. Gotham both did this, Bruce didn't says, they? Yeah, they got, I don't know if they deliberately got this idea, but they were basically doing the idea that Jim Steinman had.
2: Mm.
0: Okay. To have yeah. Bruce and Selina, and he His says, legacy lives mm-hmm. on. Yeah, he says,
1: both respond totally different to their traumatic bruising. Bruce learns to vow revenge and becomes the avenging knight Batman, but Selina is mostly mentally scarred by realizing how easily things are precious that a gonna be taken away from you, such as seeing Mrs. Wayne's pearl necklace ripped from her throat. So Selena grows up craving precious jewels and obsessed with holding onto them, which explains why she becomes Catwoman. She never wears them outside. She's a plain mousy woman on the outside, but she hoards them in chess. Only when she transforms into Catwoman are her love of danger and lust for precious jewels and crime, which dominate her. It's the secret total possession of them that drives her, not the public display. So both witnesses to the crime of the Wayne's horrific murder by the Joker Again, that twist is still in this musical. Right, Joker technically creates both Batman and Catwoman through this one act. Quote: Two little lost children have mutated through their own complex reactions to a numbing loss, and in fact fall in love with a dark, somewhat kinky S and M like undertow. This is new to the Batman world. Catwoman sings her song alone in a jewelry store. Uh, reveling in the glinting, glittering jewels piled up around her, she smashes glass cases and dances as erotically as Salome with the severed head of John the Baptist. I think you will recognize my best use of the chorus here. I need all the love I can get, which is from Sister of Mercy's uh, song "More" from
3: 1990.
1: Fuck yeah, goth AF, yeah. baby. <laughs> 90s goth,
2: actually,
0: it's yes. early 2000s goth.
3: Yeah.
1: So, uh, here it is. And I need
2: all the love okay. I get
0: my second favorite,
2: yeah. So yeah, this
1: this this section in particular is right out of this room. But he was just like, eh, I wrote that one too. So we might as well use it. So I said, he reuses a lot of shit. All right, so <laughs> you got the idea on that one. Um, last one is called "We're Still the Children We Once Were." Uh, And it's supposed to be a tearjerker, because he says, quote, at the end of Batman, under the fiery ruins of an elevated train track. So apparently the third act was going to be on an elevated train track, much like Batman Begins. uh, Fighting ferociously with Joker, Catwoman and Batman unite. And in the battle, Catwoman is mortally wounded, saving Batman's life heroically. In a climactic, elegiac song, Batman, holding the dying Catwoman in his arms, sings, We're still the children we once were, along with the expiring Catwoman, and with themselves as little kids who saw the murder. So it's him singing of Catwoman in his arms while the little versions of both Bruce and Selina are in the background. Uh, and they all sing it together. It forms a hopefully thrilling tragic quartet. Bruce is an orphan, Selina as a terrified urchin, Batman as a heart-shattered avenger, and Catwoman as a dying doomed hero. A spine-tingling quartet, Batman's final act of gruesome o- revenge still awaits. But this is the operatic finale. Uh, this is a song, the only way it exists is through this, with Jim Steinman himself singing it on piano, so it doesn't quite have the same power to it we just blew up uh, we, we don't have the same he doesn't have the same power to it as what he describes but it does have you can hear like the emotions uh, to it or the idea of uh, them always sort of being children or being okay. you know rooted in this trauma
2: who's gone to take us home we're still the children we were then who's gone to take us home we're still the children we were there. This is Batman
1: singing. It was Batman singing, yeah. So it's uh, I mean again It would be a lot more powerful With you know Quartet of singers Powerfully mm-hmm. singing With orchestration And everything But they, the idea Seems like it's, it's meant to You know Bring out tears From the audience uh, But yeah Those are the main songs uh, That he released demo wise There's probably others He just hasn't released them At all But Okay Those mm-hmm. are the main ones So that so is good. Batman the musical By Jim Steinman
0: Yeah I can't. I know I said this before. I can't believe it exists because I check. I check comic book movie news every fucking day. Uh, I'm surprised Kotaku Ew, uh, or some site like this hasn't has never had an article like. Uh, sorry, <laughs> you know. Did you know there was a Batman musical? Blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how did you even figure find this out? Just from BatmanOnline.com? Uh,
1: I let's see. At the time, what was it? It's pretty much way back. I remember hearing about it. I remember hearing about Tim Burton and everything when I was uh, in school. When I was trying to look it up, and I think at some point I came across um, realizing that a lot of songs I like came from Jim Steinman. Mm. Okay, uh, that's how I discovered Bad Out of Hell" and Meatloaf and everything. It was not like freshman year of college. This was my shit. It was like <laughs> yeah, Bad yeah, Out of yeah, Hell" yeah, and everything. Yeah. I just discovered it, even though like it was decades old, but whatever. That's, and uh, fine, man. finding out that uh, <laughs> the guy who did all those was planning to do a Batman musical, so I looked up, like, what's the status of the Batman yeah. musical? <laughs> yeah. I found a fan site that that's no longer around anymore, but it had everything. What is that that I the just, site? It's not around anymore. It was, like, Batman the musical or something. Like that. It was, oh, okay. It was, like it was on, on freewebs.com or something. But, wow. Uh, it, they had the description of everything, It had all the demos, and I listened to all the demos and everything like that, and, of course, everybody around me was like, why the fuck are you listening to all this? It sounds terrible. Shut up, man. you don't know shit. It's a fucking
3: (laughs) passion, (laughs) man. Uh,
1: But then I started digging digging into uh, other forms of this or other ways that these songs came about, so that's kind of how I discovered everything, and it's kind of just been on the back burner of my mind, and I didn't really think about it until one of the other episodes where we just randomly ended up talking about it. So that now it's part of our super house canon is talking about uh, or introducing people to the Batman musical. So all of these songs beautiful. are uh, my favorite episode. Yeah. <laughs> is it really? really? Wow. <laughs> Music's a big part of my life. Yeah. And
3: I think this is an opus, a beautiful opus that Jim Steinman never got to fully see come into fruition. Yeah. It's brilliant. I could just see it It'd be like a goth. Broadway masterpiece. I would have loved it. I mean, meatloaf
0: vibe. I mean, you're one of your dreams is to make the Ninja Turtles into a musical, right? I wanted to to
3: do like a stage production of of the first movie. Yeah, so this is like right up your alley recreation, not necessarily musical, but yeah. But I would like to see this Batman musical.
1: They should have got Meatloaf on to play the Penguin or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Like
1: do a sequel, oh. like
3: show or something, as uh, with him so in the, the Devito the role. Like the Penguin good. has bitch tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta drink my pics
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh
2: uh, boy. yeah. Tits.
1: So unfortunately, it wasn't made. But we still have the demo songs, and then the other, like the real songs that were made of it. That I think are obviously. Are mm. better because they're better mm. forms of it. But uh, you can find any of these songs online. Just type in uh, Batman Musical Song Demos or look them up on YouTube. Um, there's a whole variety of them. There's even uh, a guy who came up with some of his own songs uh, that are in the style of Jim Steinman. Uh, Steinman. Jim Steinman. Jim Steinman. Jim. Jim Steinman and Wad Willops. Uh right. And. <laughs> and um, Willops. <laughs> Wad Willops. Wad uh, Willops. And. Uh, I came up with a couple other songs called uh, Dark Entwined with Darkness uh, for Batman <laughs> and another, the,
3: the, the emotional themes that are like, it's poetry, you know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. So about like not being, what was it? Something about not being the same children. we yeah, were Yeah. We like, like, yeah. Deep poetic. Oh yeah. Ideas. yeah, yeah I love ideas. that. Yeah. You just, yeah. there's not an avenue for that outside of like a musical sometimes. Yeah, because, exactly. Because, because it's so expressive true, yeah. and emotional, yeah. like in a movie, if you have lines like that, they better be good. Yeah. The same right, yeah, right, this ain't right, top right, 40 right.
1: type songs either. Yeah. Like this is definitely musical material. Um, yeah, Scaramouche is the guy's codename, but uh, he did Dark Knight with Darkness for Batman and then the Joker, he used a title that Jim Steinman says he's always wanted to use for a song. Uh, it's called quote I'll decorate the city in ribbons of blood. And it's yeah. it's a song. Jesus. For uh here, let me just fucking pull it up. It sounds up. like uh, a band
0: name. What's Jim Steinman doing now?
1: I mean, he just released the um he just re- released the Bad Out of Hell musical. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, so he, he's doing fine for himself. Yeah, he reappropriated uh, In the Land of the Pigs, the Butcher's King.
0: He um, put all that work in, you might as well put yeah, it somewhere. Yeah, I
1: know. So I, I can't blame him. So this is yeah. this is from a fan of the musical songs. This is not actually Jim Steinman, but he's done Hell, it as a tribute to it. Yes. For the Batman musical? Yeah, this is him. Like if This could have been a song for the Batman musical for Joker. Obviously, that's, those are laughing that you hear. So it's meant to be around Christmas era. In era.
2: ribbons of blood On every single avenue In every darkened street I'll decorate the city In ribbons of blood With every beating heart <laughs> i <fulfill laughs> Every soul I've yeah. Cause killing is my business and business is good. I'll hurt them all down in every damn neighborhood. So Merry Christmas, Gotham City. It's right, fly,
1: really good. <laughs> <laughs> but I like this song better than the actual Joker song that Jim Steinman wrote
0: in this. I It's less, less silly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would fly to whatever city that somebody
3: can... GoFundMe this thing into creation. <laughs> Let's Superhouse goes to Clean. Kansas City for yeah. this—the only production of this. It was glorious. It was just as good as I thought it could have been,
0: and even it was better than that. We're like podcasting <laughs> while yeah. watching it. Wow! Cam- <laughs> cameras wow. on us.
1: <laughs> All of us just smiling like <laughs> fan The important thing is the podcast part, not the actual musical. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Kansas is we great. Do Superhouse the musical one entire episode. It's uh, just us sitting on the
0: couch sing. singing. And there's like a scene of me Our having sex in the laundry room. a
2: negative review. <laughs> oh, man. It's
1: you in the laundry room and then me with the bat suit on. A- <laughs> <laughs> Where does they get those wonderful toys?
3: <laughs> All right, You're so, pretty good at that,
1: man. Thoughts of the Batman musical now that you know, now that you know what it was. Incredible. Kudos to Jim Steinman.
3: For getting as much as there has been out for this like seemingly implausible project that yeah. <laughs> no one would really seem to be like oh that sounds stupid like why would you do that but yeah. it's great and the the meatloaf vibe i'm feeling it rock opera let's do it i'm there
0: yeah. i'm feeling like what else is there that's like <laughs> like this where it's like no one's talking about it but it was like almost made like this is see, spider-man the musical I mean, that I've was heard made. I heard that was it, that made. Was yeah. made. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There was an accident on stage or something? <laughs> yeah, a lot of the spider man died. No, not it died, never, but they got hurt. They premier, got hurt, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's wild. I just feel like I should have known about this. It's so crazy, man. American Psycho, the musical.
1: Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, with Matt Smith.
0: Wait, never seen real? American Psycho. Oh,
1: yeah, there is joking. an American Psycho musical. Oh, I bet it's great. Uh, with... Uh, <laughs> It was uh, Matt Smith, who uh, was the doctor in Doctor Who for a while um, oh, yep. in American accent. But uh, And then he got replaced by Benjamin Walker. No uh, no who God. did Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. But yeah. Uh, it's,
0: uh, I have to see American Psycho at some point. You've never what, seen you've never that? Seen, I've never seen it. Oh my God. I've just seen like four movies. <laughs> Surf Ninjas. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. There's not a whole lot. I feel like I've seen and so many. And The King. <laughs> the thing is like I saw most of my movies in the 90s and then like I hit like a patch where I didn't see anything man. Yeah.
1: So I was like oh, geez.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, something to look forward to. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Watch American Psycho. Uh,
0: Yeah. So is that pretty much it? That is pretty much
1: it. So, yeah, I love you, Jim Steinman. Love the work and everything. I wish that there were like better versions of the same song that were out, because I feel like they don't probably convey what he originally was originally thinking. Mm-hmm. But,
0: you know, I'm glad that we have what we have. Jim Steinman, if this uh, podcast episode finds you, please email us at superhousepodcast at gmail.com. We would like to know more. Or send us a direct message either on our Twitter, SuperhousePodcast. Slide into our DMs. Slide into our DMs on Instagram as well, SuperhousePod, that... Ben curates, and uh, that's it. I'm Thunderwolf hey, on Twitter. Hey, wait, uh, What are your favorite musicals, dude? I'm <laughs> I'm not so uh, Disney movies. Count. Educated in this, uh, I do like. I know it's a basic B answer, but I like I like Hamilton because they it's like rapping, <clears throat> which is cool. <clears throat> you don't like it? Hamilton's lame. You think I, Hamilton's lame? Miranda. I still, Miranda.
3: I still
1: haven't heard the music from it. Just, it's okay. it's it like just it's cool. It's a cool idea. It's yeah. like a
0: rap. I like opera, rap, it. I like it. Pl- musical. Which, it's, it's what? what, what fuck. fucking musicals do you like? Uh, hipster bro. Over Newsies, here. baby. Newsies. I never. i have never, I've never. Alan Minkin. Oh yeah. I've never seen that either.
3: Santa Fe. You got to watch it, Christian
0: Bale. Whenever I has, heard the Jay Z "Hard Knock Life," I thought that was original material. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like I, when that came out, because I I had never heard so of Annie in my life. Like I grew up with musicals being like I love West Side Story. Like, I like when, I, when I watched when I watched Disney movies when I was a kid, I would just fast forward, forward through, the songs, yeah. through the songs. I couldn't stand the music part, so I just I didn't like. That's sad. I didn't I didn't <laughs> like it at all. Not at all, dude. So I like I just grew up not like musicals weren't a part of my life. My sister growing up. was in Greece. Yeah. Really, my mom worked in theater,
3: so I saw a lot. So of it was part it was part musicals, of your deal, yeah, yeah. West Side Story is great.
1: Uh, I grew up on the just mainstream classics, so like Phantom and uh, Lame Is, basically was what I was growing up with. Uh, and then I think I got introduced slightly to Jim Steinman because he teamed up with Andrew Lloyd Webber on uh, Whistle Down the Wind. And I remember hearing uh, some of the songs from that. i was like, damn, this is pretty good shit. And then I didn't make the connection that it was the same guy who did the song that I loved from The Shadow until later on. And then, you know, college is when I put everything together with the whole Batman musical and The Shadow song and Whistle Down the Like Meatloaf and everything. Like, it's the same guy the whole time.
0: I've heard Lay Miz is good.
1: You still haven't seen that? I've You're never Jackman. seen that either. I mean, the, the movie probably isn't the best representation <laughs> of that. Yeah, <laughs> given how they like, they picked actors rather than people who could like actually sing. But like, right,
0: the Book of Mormon I listened to on Spotify. Yeah, as well, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, musicals are my least fucking. It's like that in polka. It's like the the, the the musical genre I know the least about. <laughs> yeah. Now we know a little bit. So this is yeah. the
1: this might be this is definitely the first, but it might be the last and only deep dive into a musical uh, on this podcast. But uh, here it is, the Batman musical, and uh, I'm glad I got to share it with you guys.
3: Dude, Dude it was great Simon,
0: great fucking research as the huge. Yep. Um, thanks again, Ben, for that. Thank you. And uh, that that's pretty much it.
1: Yep. So, uh, I am uh, Ben Juan Ryder on Instagram. I also curate the uh, Superhouse Pod Instagram. That's exactly what it is, Superhouse Pod. Uh, shout out to uh, Kooky Noms Kooky on Instagram. Noms. Instagram for that, as well as you want to bring up the Shasta Army.
0: Bring up, Yeah, so Shasta Army, everybody, uh, Patreon.com, please join it. Uh, and then I'm Drew on Instagram and Twitter. And we're Superhouse Podcast on all the social media. That's it for me, I think. Uh, signing off.
3: I'm Wolfie Cruz on all social media. Um, I better get out of here before this bartender wants me to pay.
1: And that's it. Just been signing off.
2: <laughs> in every and street, I'll decorate the city in ribbons of blood with their I pull from every soul I meet Cause killing is my business And business is good I'll hurt them all down In every damn neighborhood So Merry Christmas Gotham City Hope you like what you drown in my flood As I decorate this city in ribbons, ribbons of blood I decorate this city in ribbons of blood. I put everything that moves and feast on every yell I decorate this city in ribbons of blood. Just watch the golfest, fest I create a nightmare worse than hell Cause killing isn't my business, it gives me such a thrill I never end in orgasm, I savor every kill from merry.